0: Masters of Change Show, season one, episode 14. Masters of Change Show, bringing you real entrepreneurs, real experiences, and real advice with big inspiration and a whole lot of soul. Whether you're looking to start or grow your business, hack life, or learn personal growth strategies, we are confident you'll hear game-changing ideas and perspectives here. Ready to learn? Always with a big smile with your host, Barra Ali. Listen to the show 24-7 at www.mastersofchangeshow.com.
1: Hi, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you so much for joining in for the second part of the interview with Tom Abbott. In episode 13, we spoke to Tom about how he started his business in Singapore. And really, we talked about the challenges of starting a business in a completely new place where you have no customers and no people and no network. I got a lot of out of that interview and I'm sure a lot of you have gotten a lot. I have heard lots of feedback from the audience about some of the tips that Tom shared and some of the challenges and they shared similar challenges. In today's episode, we will talk about Tom's book, The Social Selling. Wow, I read this book and I took lots out of what Tom shared and about all the tips and techniques of the three P's of how you gonna get started. My advice, would be to get, grab a copy of this book, learn from it and share your thoughts. So let's get started. Um, Tom, you, you wrote this social selling book and, and uh, I got the chance to read it. So in a nutshell, um, who should be reading it other than myself? uh, (laughs) And, and how would they, the readers benefit from the book?
2: Yeah, thanks for that. So, you know, as you mentioned earlier, my, my first book, and I've got a copy here. My, my first book was the the Soho Solution: Twenty One Selling Strategies for Growing Your Small Business, and we released that uh, four years ago, uh, both as a soft cover and as a hard copy, hard, copy a hard cover. And we also have it available as a as a Kindle, for people to download. Because I'm actually one of those guys. I dig things on on the Kindle uh, or on my iPad yeah. Mini. You know, when you're on a plane, most of your life traveling with books is a no no. You got to just have a hundred books on your device. So that was four years ago, and what I've noticed delivering these sales programs over the last few years is that the way customers are buying has changed. Mm -hmm. They've evolved the way that they buy. So they're not going in blindly with no clue as to, you know, what your product and service is about. They're quite well informed now. 89% of all purchases start with an online search. Mm -hmm. 75% 75% for B2B purchases, business to business. So overwhelmingly, when people are starting the process of buying, they're going online first. Okay. So if that's where the customers are going first, then we need to evolve the way we're selling and we need to be there as well.
1: So meaning by, by being online, that they, they, they make that online impression first. The, no, where? make
2: that in line inquiry inquiry. Price. Okay. So, so picture this, if, a, uh, if a sales and marketing manager or, or, um, a VP of sales for a multinational okay. in Asia Pac is sitting in his office or her office and goes, I really need a sales training program for my team. Mm-hmm. We've got to boost performance. We've got to hit our year end targets. 89%. Well, that's B2C, but in this person's case, it's a B2B. B. Okay. 75% of the time, that person is going online okay. and doing a Google search, sales training Singapore. Or sales program Asia or sales workshop Singapore. Or an event planner putting on a sales and marketing conference in Asia will go on LinkedIn. And do a search on LinkedIn for sales speaker. That's how they're finding people like me. Okay. That's how they're sourcing for solutions.
1: And is that how you're finding most of your business come in? Like, as you said, 75% of people doing it. Do you get about 75% of your business through online present?
2: About 75, that, that's perfect. About 75% of our... Uh, new leads Mm -hmm. are coming in through online Online. and online can be broken down by either uh, a Google search
0: or social. Okay.
2: So that's someone that has uh, seen my profile on LinkedIn, someone who's seen my profile on Google plus, or someone who's seen my profile on Facebook and they know that i do sales training programs all the time.
1: So now having a website w- from what you said is not i mean only for people who are using google but nowadays people are using different kind of social social um no no called search engines using different engine like linkedin and uh google plus can you talk right. a little bit about this?
2: Yeah, sure. I mean, i would say i mean overwhelmingly, you know, google as a search engine is is number one i mean right. they're, they're the juggernaut right i mean if you know when, it, when people start saying hey just google it you know that you've right. made it right yeah. so you know google is the default search engine no pun intended for for most people uh but when i say google i mean online search as in a search engine okay, so search it could asia. be it could be um yahoo okay. uh which is popular in in asia or oh, bing sorry. which is very very popular in asia which so one bing, bing bing
1: okay bing yeah from microsoft yeah.
2: Right. So whether it's Bing, whether it's um, Google, whether it's Yahoo, doesn't matter. But I'm just putting them all together as online search as a search engine. So that's one. So most of our our uh, inquiries come in from random online searches for people looking for a sales training program or whatever. Right. The second online uh, space where they're coming from is inquiries that come to me from LinkedIn. Mm -hmm. So this would be someone, and and I think actually you reached out to me initially on LinkedIn. Absolutely, right? Yeah. yeah. So right. So LinkedIn. So someone who's like, hey, I I'm looking for someone who can do this. I'm looking for an expert in sales. I'm looking for this. I'm looking for that. Uh, They'll go on LinkedIn and maybe do a search for that job title, that description, that profile, and then they'll come up with a list of speakers. So a lot of my work from bureaus and um, uh, third party event planners. They find me on LinkedIn. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of people also they see you know, my posts on, uh, on Facebook, both my personal and also our company page, our Soho sales coaching Facebook page. They'll follow us, they'll like us, they'll see our posts, and when the time is right,
1: then they make that.
2: They know that I'm the guy to right. deliver that type of program. So if that's how people are finding providers, if that's how people are finding suppliers, then to me, it makes sense that we all, as business people, need to have a presence on those platforms. You have to be searchable. You have to be findable when people are looking for people like you. So what I realized over the years was that people need to change the way they sell because customers have changed the way they buy. That's where, that was the inspiration for social sell it. That's why I wrote that book for sales professionals and business owners that want to reach the unreachable customer. For those people that want to evolve their selling process so that it's more aligned with the evolved buying process of mm-hmm. customers.
1: So when, when we're talking about social, you said you need to be searchable. You need to be findable. So a lot of people, when you talk about, you know, are, are you on social media? They think they're just a Facebook or a Twitter or a LinkedIn, and and they should be getting a lot of business. Um, what is the right way? I mean, I, I, sometimes I I have these discussions, and I say you need to have certain things. So, from your expertise, from your area of work, people who wants to go to that field, what where do they start first?
2: Okay, so that's that's a, a great question. So let me let me kind of uh, contextualize it like Please. like this. There are there are three elements to social selling, and I call them the three P's of social selling. The first is prospect. Mm -hmm. The second is position. The third is present. Okay. So the first thing that we want to do is we want to use social media as a prospecting tool. Okay. So prospecting in sales is lead generation. Okay. How do I get out there? How do I prospect? How do I find potential or prospective customers? you have to prospect that's the first p so So that's before launching
1: before launching this is like you haven't gotten yet you're just doing your research
2: that's right okay so the first the first p is prospect and then the first step in prospecting is to find your audience okay so you first have to know where is my ideal target customer congregating in large number on social where are they so you have to first think about, okay, who is my ideal target customer? So in my case, it would be a, a sales leader, a sales manager, a managing director, a CEO, a sales and marketing, um, a VP of sales and marketing. That's my ideal target customer. So where are they on social? Okay. Overwhelmingly, in my case, they're on LinkedIn. So that means I need to put my efforts towards LinkedIn. Okay. Now, let me ask you this. How big is Twitter in Vancouver?
1: It's a a huge one.
2: Yeah. Not so big in Singapore. Right. All right. So a lot of folks who might come from overseas are like, okay, I need to have a a Twitter presence or a Twitter following. And I'm like, well, it depends on your industry. It depends Mm -hmm. on your business. But Twitter has not taken off in Asia the Mm -hmm. way it has in North America. They've got other platforms here that are a lot more um, uh, widely used than Twitter, for example. So if you were to put all your energy there, here, you don't get wasted effort. Mm-hmm. Uh, Google Plus also not that big here. Uh, I know Google Plus isn't huge. Is it huge still huge, it, huge, Even North right?
1: America is still picking up, but it's not you huge. Bet, but
2: it's a lot bigger in North America than it is in Asia. Sure. Uh, but, you know, Facebook is huge here. Instagram, massive here. Wow. Uh, If you ask anybody here, are you on Twitter or are you on Instagram? It's Instagram every time. Um, So the key is to know where can I reach a large number of my ideal target audience? Where are they congregating on social? So, you know, what I suggest as a first step for everybody to do is to send a quick email to their top 10 customers. Then an email to your top 10 customers and ask them, hey, where's the best place to connect with you on social?
0: Wow. Such a great And advice. you're
2: going to start noticing a pattern. Oh, I'm on LinkedIn. Or uh, send me a Facebook friend request. Or, you know, here's my Twitter handle. But you'll start hearing from them. Mm-hmm. And you'll go, wait a minute. I'm noticing that about, you know, six, seven, or eight out of the ten are all on a certain platform. That's part one of your market research. There's a prospect. Find your audience. Absolutely. So now you need to start getting on that platform. And step two of prospect is to have conversation with these prospects. So now that you're on that platform, let's say it's LinkedIn, you need to start finding out, well, which groups are they members of on LinkedIn? Mm-hmm. Where can I find more of those 10 customers on LinkedIn? Are they in a certain group? What group? You can see what groups people belong to. Start sensing, seeing a pattern here and then start joining those groups and listen first. Observe what's the, what's the atmosphere? What's the culture? What's the climate of this group? What are people talking about and how do they talk about it? What are some of the comments? What are some of the posts? What are the hot topics of the day? Really get to know what's on your audience's mind on social. And then you can slowly start contributing Mm -hmm. to those groups. But one of the biggest mistakes people make is they join all these groups and they just start spamming right away. Uh, That's the quickest way to turn people off or even get banned from that group. You really want to find out how does this group work and then, you know, start becoming a part of it.
1: So, having a conversation. You said just have a conversation. Find these group and have conversation. By having a conversation, you don't mean like you you send a message directly to the person. Having a conversation meaning a contribution to the group.
2: Yeah. So the conversations will start first as as contributing to the group, mm-hmm. but it could also be engaging in with people one on one. Okay. So let's say I let's say I'm in one of these groups of you know sales leaders, and I notice that one of them um says something like oh you know I, I really wish my sales team was a lot more um uh, uh, industrious in terms of you know following through and following up i could either respond to that person's comment or i could just drop them if i felt comfortable uh, a personal message and say hey i really love what you shared the other day i come across this all the time in my work with regional sales teams here's an article on how to motivate your team that you might find useful. I hope you like it, right? And just share that with them.
1: And then leave so the that, decision for them.
2: Absolutely, right? Okay. So you, what you're doing is you're adding value, right? You're saying, I heard you. Here's something that you might find interesting. There's no sales pitch at all. Enjoy it, read it, dig it. I'd love your comments. If you like it, great. If you got you know, some feedback, let me know. But I'm just giving you something of value. I hope you find it useful. So that's all about having conversations with prospects.
0: So after
1: you and that builds builds your momentum. Yeah. Go ahead, sorry.
2: Yeah, and builds and builds the relationship, right? Because social selling is all about relationships. But this is kind of part of prospecting. So that's, that's step two Correct. within prospecting, right? And then step three is all about how do you generate sales leads? Because mm-hmm. you know a lot of people think of social as oh, how many likes did I get? How many followers do I have? Well, I'm not really concerned about those kind of vanity metrics. Mm. I just care about sales. I care about money. I'm in business. It's not a hobby. So you need to convert some of those into, into leads. Right. So how do you take that conversation from social to your own platform?
1: Please. How do you do that?
2: Right. How do you get them from LinkedIn or Facebook to now your email list? Mm -hmm. Because I heard something, you know, brilliant where someone said, um, if, you're, if, you, if you've got a, a Facebook page with a million followers, that's, no, that's not your page. That's you're, renting, you're renting the real estate from Mark Zuckerberg. Mm-hmm. He can raise the rent, change the games, rezone, tear it down anytime he wants. So true. And you've lost those millions of people. Absolutely. But your own website, your own email platform, whether it's Constant Contact, uh, MailChimp, um, Infusionsoft, which we use, whatever uh, email marketing program you use, that's yours. Correct. And once you've captured those email addresses, you can market to them and share with them and continue building relationships with them until the end of time Absolutely. so so your your number one challenge there is how do I move them from this platform to my platform? So that's using things like um, you know I'll, I'll offer you this free report. Here's uh, a white paper. Here's uh, a series of, of videos. Anything that you can use as a as a as an enticement of value that if they just give you your email address, you'll give them this. Something that you know. You asked me a question uh, earlier about if I could do something over again, what would I do? Uh, one of those things would be really putting a priority on building that email database. Mm. Uh, We've got a a, a good database, but it could be a whole lot better. I mean, there are some folks out there with massive email lists and it just makes life a lot easier. You know, you you hit send and and you're going to make a lot of sales. Um, You know, we do fairly well, but we could be doing a whole lot better. So I'm following my own advice here. We're we're making that lead capture more of a priority in our Mm -hmm. business. And if we were a lot better at it, if I had read my book, if I had written my book five years ago and taken that advice, um, it, it, it would be on a whole other level. Mm-hmm. But certainly generating sales leads is, is, is key. And then the fourth and final tip within the first P first prospecting. prospecting is getting past gatekeepers.
1: The gatekeepers.
2: That's right. So the great thing about social is that you can use it to get past gatekeepers. Right.
1: So, so true. Never,
2: never before could you do that. That's right. I mean, if you, if you, if you wanted to do get work with, you know, 3M or, or, or Fuji Xerox or, um, you know, Rogers or Shaw. I mean, I've done work with Telecom Malaysia and Singtel. That's my equivalent here. So if you wanted to do work with those companies in Vancouver, you may not even know who to start calling, right? Yeah. You pick up the phone. You call reception, uh, who handles such and such a program in your company? I mean, studies have shown it takes eight different calls.
1: To get to the gatekeeper.
2: To get past the gatekeeper and to get to the right person, to get to the decision maker. And once you reach that gatekeeper, they're always like, why do you want to call? Why do you want to call? (laughs) Right? Who are you? Right? Their job is to protect their boss from people like us. Right, They're keeping the gate. They're keeping us out.
0: now,
1: And they're very they good at it. And they're very they're good very at it. Good. But yeah. here's
2: what they don't realize. What they don't realize is that a, a gate is not a wall. A gate is meant to be opened and closed. But they don't realize that. So they just keep it closed like a wall. So in traditional sales, you need all these skills. And we train this in our conventional sales training program, what are some ways to navigate around that and to get around, get past, and in some cases, work with the gatekeeper. But in social, you don't need that. In social, I could just go on LinkedIn, do an advanced search on company and job title, find out who that decision maker is, see if we have any mutual connections on LinkedIn, and ask our mutual connection, if I have a strong relationship with that person for an intro- introduction on LinkedIn and that person can connect me right away, boom, I'm in. So social selling has changed the way we do sales. Absolutely. So that's one of the things that I just, I just love about it. So I've just shared with you real quick um, four tips on the prospect part okay. and the rest of it is the positioning and the uh presenting Presenting. of of how you do it so it's 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 quite a process but it's an easy read i wrote this for people like me who are simple (laughs) they don't have a lot of time but they just want hey man you know what is social selling why is it important and how do i get started so i wrote that book for us
1: thank you very much and i will have we'll have for the audience we'll have the link Below in the show notes um, for them to go and, and get the direct link to to get the book. that would be fantastic. Now you mentioned right. something about being searchable and being um, keyword friendly. Um, do you recommend a person do it on their own, or you would recommend having somebody to really take a look at it and, and doing doing it for them?
2: I'd say real quick just do it on your own.. Okay. I mean, um, have you got a mobile handy? Yes, mobile phone? Yeah. handy. Okay, yep. I'm going to put myself in, 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 in a tough spot here. Can you do a search, please, for uh, sales training Singapore? Do we appear anywhere on that first page?
1: Absolutely. You're the first one. Okay. You're I'm, the first one and the second one.
2: Okay. I was sweating bullets there. Whenever you do these live real-time sales demonstrations, <laughs> it could either backfire or it could be great. So awesome, right? So yeah. our website is very well optimized for search. Mm-hmm. And we did that in-house. We didn't outsource that. We didn't hire someone to do that. You know, we were able to do that. So um, my advice for most people, especially small business owners, if they don't have the budget, uh, don't don't spend money on SEO. Learn how to do it. Get a book. Read it. And just start doing it. Um, A lot of WordPress themes and plugins have SEO packs that can assist you with SEO. You can put some keywords in the title, put some keywords in the body of the blog posts, write blog posts. I mean, if you want to be searchable, so I'm sure a couple of those things that came up, one would be our website. One might be a recent mm-hmm. blog post that I wrote. Um, you'll probably see on page one, one might even be one of my social profiles, or it could be uh, referring to me, but on another website or something. Yeah, yeah what's, what's like, I mean, coming this
1: up? Is, this is for the audience, right? Like. Uh... All right. The first one is the self training Singapore uh, four step uh, consultative uh, selling oh, yes. success. That's a How-
2: blog post I wrote just last week.
1: Yeah. And the second one is over the last 10 years, Soho Sales has specialized in delivering sales training and sales coaching. So it is uh, probably our best, directing best page or something. To the sales training page. Yeah. Or
2: to the sales training page. Awesome. Right. Yeah. So we've obviously yeah. optimized the right page well. Right. <laughs>
1: Amazing. Amazing. That's a great job.
2: Yeah. So it's, it's not too, too tough, but, um, certainly it's something, you know, given, given that people are searching online for programs, you know, you've got to be, you've got to be searchable. Now, a lot of people might say, well, Tom, I mean, I want to get most of my business from referral and yeah, obviously we all do. Um, the reality is most people are searching online for solutions. So you have to be searchable. Now, number two on our list behind search and social, so number two or three is, is referrals. Mm
0: -hmm.
2: So that's right behind. So that's a satisfied client going, Tom, I know someone else who could benefit from this program. It's even fellow speakers that go, Hey, I just got a request from a, from a client to do a sales program, but my specialty is service or, or branding or leadership. Um, can you help them with this? So you know next in line for us is is referrals, so we get a lot of work from referrals, but the number one lead generator, and that's not to say that they're all great leads, but the inquir- the, the bulk of the inquiries are coming from 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 online search and social. so you have to be yeah. ready for that
1: and you have to know how to le- to 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 um, to nurture them and get them to the right place um, exactly. and that's so powerful. I mean that is by itself is a powerful technique. It's like letting know. Letting everyone know that this is the the gate the door to your to your house, right? But so and they enter and then they find it. It's a door for something else, and <laughs> uh, not necessarily as a straightforward. Or it's a door to or this the house is empty versus you're having a party and inviting them everybody to come in. So this is by itself is such a powerful technique to nurture to them. Yeah, yeah, that's a great. And metaphor. Get them to the other place. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. I mean, I, I use it this way sometimes when I talk to people is because having a, a Facebook page or having a LinkedIn profile or having such great just platform is wonderful, but you got to be able to back it up. You have to have a process when they get from point A to point B, what they what's going to be waiting them at point B. And when you move them, you want to move them from point B to C what is waiting for them and, and what they're going to, because people, uh, the competition, as you said, is so high and yeah. people want just one other reason to say, no, I just want to ignore this.
2: Yeah, you need to have a sales process. You need to have a way to manage your pipeline and move people, advance people from one stage to the next stage so that you can get that closed deal. So you need to have a systematic approach to doing that. So the book, well, both my books, The Solo Solution and Social Selling, actually lay that out for people. So if you're more into conventional selling then the Soho solution might be a book for you to start with. But if you're already doing good at that, but now you're moving your business more to an online space, you know, pick up social selling, because that's going to help you do just that. Having a Facebook page is not enough. Um, You know, there's a lot of people that have a static page, but they're not engaged with their audience. They're not sharing any useful content. They're not putting, for example, links in those blog posts on on social to move them from Facebook to their blog post. And then once they're on the blog post on their website, they don't have a lead capture um, tool or or page on there to actually get people to subscribe for more updates. You know, they don't have a system. So you really need the architecture to kind of think through and how to evolve your selling.
1: So true. And where do you start? Where do you recommend people starting to put a sales process together?
2: How to get started?
1: Yeah. How to get started.
2: Well, I think
1: the, the first, a sales process. Yeah, sales process. But thinking in that mentality from yeah. a perspective of, okay, well, they are on Facebook. Now, if I move them to my website, yeah. that's what you what you said, the process, move them to my website. And once they are on my website, then I got to have something hanging on the sides to make sure that they are engaged to go to the next, next step. And when they are, like you get them on an email list, I see your videos and you have a beautiful professional videos Thank made you. and you, you send them to people and your blogs are... Are there you have some content coming out? Where do would would social selling as a book would tackle all of these? Or would you recommend another? It another does because resource? it helps
2: because the book takes people through from prospecting, which is the, mm-hmm. the gathering of the leads, to the positioning. So how do you how do you position yourself as the ideal solution provider? How yeah. do you position yourself as the expert, as the thought leader, as the expert, right? How do you position yourself as such? It's through your content, right? It's through your videos, your blog posts, your slide share decks, right? We've had some slide share decks that have had like twenty thousand views. So,
0: mm-hmm.
2: you know, how do you put, How do you get out there and position yourself as the choice in your space? That's the positioning, and then the presenting part is the sales part. How do you ask for the sale? How do you close the sale? How do you put them in your CRM and make sure that you're following up with them? Um, if they bought this, recommend that. If they bought this, then this. So recommend. it's coming up with that whole system to evolve your evolve your selling.
1: Wonderful. Now, so some people, as you said, I mean, getting to that whole, it's, I call it a region, um, the whole region of online. Uh, some people are scary. They said, oh, the social thing is not for me. It's, just, uh, How do you help people really overcome or bypass this fear or this scare in them?
2: Well, I guess it depends what, 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 the, what the fear is, uh, is, is, is based on. Like, where's the, fear, where's the fear coming from? You know, I just want to share something with you right now that I think is Please. going to, um, I hope this is an eye-opener. And I just wrote this in the introduction to social selling. There's five myths about social selling that a lot of people have. The first one, you can reach prospects without having an online presence. All right? A lot of people will think that. That's the myth. Here's the fact. As I shared, 89% of all purchases and 75% of B2B purchases begin with an online search. Mm -hmm. So if you think you can grow your business without having any kind of an online presence, you're fooling yourself. Mm -hmm. You might be doing okay today, but it could overnight switch off and you're done. Myth number two, I don't need social. Having a website is enough. I've got a great website, I don't need a social presence. Really? 82% of the world's population is reached via social networking sites. And 83% of marketers, 83% of marketers say that social media plays a significant role in their business. Myth number three, social selling is for uh, for marketing. It's not really for sales, right? It's just a marketing branding thing. It's not a sales thing. Here's the fact. Of sales teams who use social selling, the things that I share in my book, 64% of them reach their sales quotas compared with only 49% of teams who don't adopt social selling principles. Plus teams who use social selling, they get 15% more repeat business. So they get more closed deals and more repeat business by using social. And then the last two. Myth number four, it's a waste of time to join discussion groups. Fact, 40% of customers, 40% of customers report using LinkedIn groups to vet their decisions. Wow. Hey, I'm thinking about working with this SEO guy. Hey, I'm thinking about working with this company for sales training. Hey, I'm thinking about this. They put that in a LinkedIn group and they're asking for opinions. So someone's going to tell me that joining those groups is a waste of time. The conversation about you is happening there. You need to be there. And then finally, myth number five, cold calling is the most effective way to reach prospects. Really? The average sales rep makes eight calls before getting through to the right contact. And 63% of B2B decision makers engage with vendors on social media. So the evidence is there. You need to be social selling.
1: You just have to leverage that piece.
2: Yeah, you need to be there and you need to learn the fundamentals. And I lay it out step by step in the book.
1: Thank you very much. And uh, we're coming kind of to the end of the... um, the show here, so Tom, soon. It's Such a wonderful, yeah. I know we All we right. need to have you. We'll, we'll do probably another um, another episode um, with you and and talk really uh, dig deep about about this. Like as you said, I have a I have a group, and when I have a guest, I ask the group. You know, I'm interviewing so and so. What what do you, you want to know about this? Because sometimes they ask a brilliant question more than what I thought about. <laughs> you know, or, or or you know what I mean, and or yeah. they have a, prospe- a prospect about. That idea that is completely different from mine, um, as you said, myth number three, uh, that was what uh, one of the fans uh, talked, uh, Wendy McLeod. She said a lot of people say that social media is for marketing, uh, but it's not for selling. She said, what is his thought about it? And I know you answered this as part of um, the myth, uh, the third myth. Can you a l- little bit elaborate so I can really tell Wendy that this is what what Tom uh, mentioned as well. Yeah, so I mean,
2: as I said, for those people, I mean, let me just get back to that, right? For those people that feel that it's it's just for for for, for marketing and not sales, ask salespeople. Well, mm-hmm. so there was a study done, and sixty four percent of sales teams who adopt social selling principles, right? So they're doing the things that I'm talking about. Right. They hit quota, compared with only forty nine percent of sales teams who are like, ah. Social is a waste of time. Plus, those sales teams that use social selling, they get 15% more renewals. They get 15% more repeat business and more contracts from existing customers because of the relationships they form on social. So so the the facts are there. They're indisputable. I would also add that what social selling is versus, you know, a lot of people think of social media. That's why I call it social selling, not social Mm -hmm. media, right? It's using social media as a lead generation and a lead conversion process. You post something on social and then a link, you know, to learn more, click here, right? Or, hey, I love what you mentioned there. If you want to take this conversation further, you know, let's meet offline. But it's a way to network with your audience online and then take that conversation sometimes offline. What we have to all get is customers are online every minute of the day looking for things, talking about things, collaborating with peers and vetting their decisions with peers online. Right. If you're not there, you're missing out on the conversation. They're talking about you anyway. You need to be part of that discussion. It's time That's to true. be social selling.
1: That's so true. And 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 uh, correct me if I'm wrong here or making that assumption because sometimes people look at it as this is a a market, like social media is marketing rather than selling. Maybe they are worried to ask for the sale, maybe that is what really sometimes is stopping them is, is rather than, because we, it's easy to share something and market for it. Like talk about it. It's so easy to talk about it, but it's not easy sometimes to ask for the sale. like, say, Oh, why don't you buy this? Um, this is maybe the fear inside of people saying, you know, like buy this, I'm going to sound like a salesperson. I And And that's
2: a valid fear. And I know when I first started with social selling years ago, I mean, I struggled with that. It was like, how do I ask for the sale? And, right. you know, you make mistakes and you, and, and, and you end up having your whole Facebook page is all about sign up here, buy now, join my program, join this. And it's a turnoff for people. So we have to think about what's going to add the most value to my fans and followers. What do they really want? Well, they want answers. They want content. They want information. They want solutions. They want tips. So I would think about a ratio of like, you know, four or five or six value posts to everyone. Hey, if you want to learn more, join our workshop or sign up for this webinar or sign up for our list. If you want to get more updates delivered to your inbox, right? So any kind of salesy type post, maybe one of those to four or five or more value posts. There's no magic formula. You have to kind of feel it with your audience and see what are they digging? What are they really engaging with? But certainly finding that right mix of value and sales is is important. But people go to the extreme of always selling. And then there's also those that go to the extreme of never asking for the sale. They're just give, 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 give. And they've never actually made it clear to their audience, hey, people engage me for sales training programs and motivational sales keynotes. I might be coming to your town too, so if you want to talk about how I could speak to your audience, let me know. Enjoy. right. And there's nothing super duper salesy about that, but That's it's just correct it, it's letting them know. Here's the next logical step
1: So true, so true. Tom that's that was wonderful. Thank you so much for giving us such a great tips and so yeah, many things. to You shared so many so many things. Um, really, before we we end um the show, I wanted to ask you if there is anything you would like to say that I haven't asked you for?
2: <laughs> wow. Um, there's anything that you didn't ask yeah. that I should say, right?
1: Oh, you should say, yeah. Yeah. Or something. Or you would like to share.
2: Yeah. Okay. I think the the biggest thing that that most people are probably wondering out there is what's the next step? (laughs) Like, Mm. what should I do now? I heard this. Great ideas. I love it. I love it. What's the next thing that I should be doing right now? And I'll just get back to something that I mentioned earlier. Anybody who's thinking about getting started with social selling or who's already doing it, but they're scratching their head going, hey, I've been posting on Twitter and I'm not getting any engagement at all. Right. Or I've got this great, uh, you know, um, uh, you know, uh, Instagram feed and and I'm not getting any love. I'm not getting any business. Tom, I've got a thousand or 10,000 followers on our Facebook page, but I haven't made a penny. Mm -hmm. The first piece of advice I would give to these people is drop a quick email to your top 10 current customers, your top 10 current customers and say, Hey, I'm looking at connecting with more of our clients on social to share some really valuable stuff to help them grow their businesses or improve their lives. And I'm just curious, what's the best platform on which to connect with you and just take note of that and just get started.
1: I will make use of, of this myself because it's such a powerful tip. Um, thank you, Tom. I, I really enjoyed every single moment with you. And I wanted to say to you because you have, you're have you a very powerful communicator and you make sure you announce and you say every single word to make sure that it, it reaches to the other person. That's, that's something unique. Not everybody has it. And it's such a great gift. Um, I remember just sharing the last thing. I remember Frank Sinatra was one of those famous people for saying it pronouncing it the right way because he said if i do not say it the right way people will never gonna hear it and 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 you remind me of frank sinatra you such a powerful communicator it's been great having you
2: wow thank you man that's that's high praise indeed i'm just you know i'm just trying to do it my way
1: now, you're amazing <laughs> there you go uh tom thank you again for joining in uh it's been a pleasure having you again uh, it's wonderful. We'll have to have a schedule another one in the um, in the near future, and we'll do another topic and and talk about business outside maybe of North America and, and the pain of doing so. But I enjoyed the time. Thank you again for being uh, on the show. Well, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for listening to episode fourteen. I appreciated the feedback from previous episode, and if you have any questions. Please subscribe to the show and comment on the show notes until the next episode have a lovely day bye-bye
0: masters of change show bringing you the most unique brilliant and inspiring entrepreneurs who will share their expertise to help you start and grow your business or inspire you to follow your passion and live your dreams with your host and a big smile barra ali Listen to the show 24-7 at www.mastersofchangeshow.com.